Good morning and happy Saturday, you guys. It is Amanda and Barron on Kicking Cancer Cares on KSLM Radio, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM. And our sponsor for this first half is Odd Moe's Pizza. You guys cannot go wrong. Today, I'm actually going to go pick up a green monster with chicken. It's got the white sauce on it. It's got all the veggies, the cauliflower crust. It's absolutely amazing. And I'm just... I'm in the mood of just, you know, slumming it on my couch go. after this. And so I'm going to go get some Odmos and relax. Well, and the great thing for the listeners that don't know this, you know, Matt doesn't live in Salem. You live in Wilsonville. I don't, yes. But yes. there is an Odmos in Canby. There is. There is, there? is an Odmos in Canby. I did not know that. So you don't have to get it and then t- take it home with you. But you know what? I like stopping in and seeing them at this location. Yeah. So there's four in Salem. Okay. There's the one in Lancaster right near our, our station. Now, does Mike own them all? Mike Mike franchised them all out a few years ago. Okay. So for 29 years or so, he owned all of them. And then he looked at all his managers, and he realized that if you own it, you have a little different mentality about how the profits run. Yeah. So he said to all the managers, how do you feel about buying your restaurant? Okay. So he franchised out seven of the eight. The only one he still owns is the one here by the station on Lancaster. Does he see any profit from the other ones? Oh yeah. All? So like any franchise, there's a there's a percentage okay, that goes back, right? Because I did I wanted to give back to him. Oh yeah. For giving to us, so I wasn't yeah. sure. Okay. Well, so and, any oddmos. Any oddmos. Well, we yes. know Charles really well out south on commercial. Okay. Um, I I've been to all of them. Because we did a we did a fundraiser oh, together, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But the one that Mike still owns, that's still a corporate store, is the one here near the station, right here on Lancaster. Um, but there's one in Canby, there's one in Newburgh, there's one in McMinnville, there's one in Tannisport up in the Hillsborough area. So okay. and then the four here in town. Oddmos Pizza was my husband's first job. Really? <laughs> when it used to be um, primetime pizza. Yes. Wow. That's a and few Mike years was ago. still the owner. Yeah. So yeah. yep, he used to make pizzas for them. Well, with the crisp weather that we've had this week, it'd be a great week to have a nice warm pizza. It would. I am. Yeah. So, I'll see you soon, Mike. Yeah. Well, we have a guest in studio today. We do. This is a really good friend of mine. We met through my networking group, BNI. Okay. Um, Lisa, welcome to the show. Hi, Baron. Hi, Amanda. It's good to be here. Yes. We're going to get a little bit more into what Lisa do- did, does, uh, all of that here in a few minutes. Okay, great. But... Last week was kind of a hard week for you. There was a lot of things going on in your life. Do you remember a whole lot about last week's show? Um, so I remember we spoke with, um, was it Jill? Jill. Okay, and I think the biggest thing that stood out to me was the debt oh for uh, m- medical debt. And it was like an astronomical average of, and that's if it was every single person that consumed part of that debt or contributed right. to it. But we know that that's not quite how it works. You know? Well, and it's good that you brought that up because Jill is the CFO for Kicking Cancer. She's also on the board. She's our treasurer. And she's a freelance accountant. So she has like 15 or 20. Well, we were on the fly trying to get these numbers. And I had, I had one decimal off. So oh. what I said on the show last week was that each American has... $2,650 of debt. Okay. I was off by a digit. We each have $266 of debt. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jill calls me and goes, we were off on that number. But what, what was staggering to me was that as a nation, and we're just talking medical debt, as a nation, it's $88 billion. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a and, lot. And I did get a text from our dear friend, Bob Bush. And when I went to podcast, he goes, dude, you're pissing me off now. <laughs> <I bet. laughs> well, 
and to kind of put into consideration, you might have been off a decibel, but you use the population as a whole for the United States, and that includes newborns, infants, children that don't have any debt at all. Right. Right. Because whenever they that. give that statistic, it's every single person. Right. And we also, Jill did a good job of saying that she doesn't have it, you don't have it, I don't have it, mm-hmm. but it's that's an evenly split number. Right. But still. So some people have a large amount. Yeah. Um, the other one that caught my attention, again, Jill's been with us since day one. Um, she joined Kicking Cancer as our CFO when we formed the organization. <clears throat> but I went back and looked at every set year in those six years. Collectively, over those six years, a little over 11 million Americans have gotten cancer. Wow. And Oregon and Washington combined are 12 million people. Wow. So every person who lives in Oregon and Washington, almost, got cancer over the last six years. That's insane. That was a When you put it into perspective, like, okay, you isolate it. Okay, Oregon and Washington, all of that. That's, it's... It's a lot of people. A lot. So much, especially, I mean, just walk into Costco and and scan the, I mean, and that's just one store. Mm -hmm. Imagine two whole states. Mm -hmm. That's terrifying. That's sad. Well... It's heartbreaking. And even, I didn't bring this up last week, but an even more staggering number over, over those six years... Four million Americans have died from cancer. Wow. Oregon Oregon has uh, almost three million people. So the entire state of Oregon died yeah. in the last six years. <clears throat> Which is why we started getting oh. cancer, was to try to slow this thing down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slow the curve. Yep. Well, what, we, what we're trying to do with slowing the curve down is to teach you how to not get cancer. Each one, teach each, one. Save yourself. Mm-hmm. Then each one, teach one. Yep. So here's a here's a way to save yourself, and I know that it'll weigh a lot of the conversation, but Lisa's going to have some good thoughts on this. This is 100 disease-fighting foods. Okay. And this week's food is broccoli. Oh, all right. I love broccoli. <laughs> See, I'm I- learning to love it. I've actually had it a few ways recently where I'm like, where have you been my whole life? <laughs> right. And then other times it's like, oh, God, get off my plate. <laughs> so how, how, do you, how do you cook broccoli, Lisa? I usually steam it. Um, one way that a friend of mine put me on is sprinkle it with a little like cayenne pepper or my favorite oh. would be the smoked chipotle or smoked paprika powder. Yeah. To give it a little kick. Yeah. Yes. And maybe just a hint of salt. But half the time I don't even bother salting it because I don't need it. It's got enough flavor on its own when it's lightly steamed and still bright green. Okay. And okay. I like it lightly steamed so it's got a crunch still to it. Yeah. I like it when it's mushy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But you said it's becoming your friend. How how do you like it, Amanda? I'm not really sure. I've had it a few times at like restaurants where it just doesn't look too appealing. And it's probably because there's just, you know, it's just the greens on the plate. They don't really put a lot of love into it. But then I've gone to family and friends' houses and they've had it as a side dish. And it's like, whatever you did to that, it is amazing. Well, I'll tell you what the magazine says as to why it's a disease-fighting food. Research suggests that broccoli is a cancer fighter. So specifically, cancer fighter, thanks to its indoles. I think I said that word right. These famous phytochemicals are known to prevent tumor growth. They're known to prevent Prevent. tumor growth and decrease production of cancer-related hormones. Wow. They're They're in stinky vegetables which is a category. <laughs> in stinky. Stinky. So cabbage is considered a stinky. Okay. Okay. That smell is the sulfur, which is where the benefit comes from. Oh. Hmm. Um, a cup of broccoli has almost as much vitamin C as a large orange. Oh, wow. Now, what this doesn't say, and this is what I learned, is 
broccoli has a chemical called sulforaphane. And Brenda learned this when she was in her cancer journey. Cancer as a whole hates sulforaphane, hates that chemical sulforaphane. Okay. If you take the, and you don't, you don't, you want the florets, you want the top part mm-hmm. because that's where the bulk of the sulforaphane is at. But if you think about anything that's an infant, how much energy it takes for that infant to grow. So the highest concentration of sulforaphane is in the broccoli sprouts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which you can actually buy here in town at, um, the whole, not whole food, um, there's a, there's a whole food type place on commercial, which is... Uh, I'm there's two of them, actually. Uh, Natural Grocers and Life Source. Life yep. Source. Mm-hmm. Life Source, what I was thinking of. So you walk in the produce section, and just like, just like alfalfa sprouts, they have broccoli sprouts. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's 50 times the amount of sulforaphane in the sprout as there is in the broccoli itself. Oh, Wow. So what would you use the sprouts for? Like, would you just put it on like a top of a salad yeah. type of thing? Put them mm-hmm. in a sandwich. Oh, okay. Yeah. So here's a roll re- them up in the tortilla. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a really good anti-cancer meal. So you want to get you want to get real bread like you'd get from Trader Joe's, right? Not processed. You get some real good whole bread. Sprouted green, sprouts. especially. Is the yep. Best. Trader Joe's has the best sprouted, uh, sprouted wheat s- sourdough bread. The best okay. ever. <laughs> so get it. I feel and, like you stand firmly behind them. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> My favorite. So you get that kind of a bread, and then you put the broccoli sprout, which gives us some crunch, and you put a tomato, because tomatoes have uh, a chemical that prostate cancer hates. Okay. Right? So you got a tomato, you've got the broccoli sprouts for some crunch, and then you've got this bread, and that's your sandwich, and everything about that is... Preventing cancer. You know what, what I'd add to that? What's that? I would roast garlic, and s- when it's roasted, it's soft, spreadable like butter, and use that instead of butter or cream cheese. The garlic, that would really kick it up a notch. Yes, it and would. And, like and garlic, garlic is one of the highest cancer fighters. It also, garlic is huge. It also has the, the sulfury thing, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? I didn't yep. know that. I just, it feels like garlic would have it. Yeah, I am obsessed with roasting garlic yeah. with the olive oil, and then you use the oil after you, like, take it out of uh-huh. it, and you use the oil, and it's garlic-infused yeah. cooking oil. Yeah. It's a win-win. Yeah. So for the listeners that are out there and you've been listening to our show, this is a magazine that I found at a grocery store. Uh, we're just going through it. We always take a picture of this. So if you are if you miss what we talked about and you'd like to see it, Amanda has a picture. You can get it at... Amanda at kslm.news. Just give her an email. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, hey, you know, I'd like a backlog of the last few weeks. I missed them because um, I, I have all of those pictures. So don't hesitate to let me know you'd like all of them or just this week. Well, I usually bring you an update. <clears throat> Today's is a little less happy update, Uh-oh. but I probably should give an update. Remember earlier in the year, we talked about Josh, who we did a fundraiser for. He wanted to ride his motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. And he did. Yeah, he did. You guys did do the fundraiser. You raised enough money, and he hit the road. Yeah. So to, to let bring Lisa and the listeners up to speed, it would have been back in about April or May, I get a request for one of our GO teams to help this guy named Josh. He was a frequent patron at Honky Tonks. And so we worked with Diane at Honky Tonks to pull this off. He had been diagnosed with stage four colon cancer, mm-hmm. and he just didn't like the effects of the chemo. Yeah. And he realized that it wasn't doing any good. So he looked at his doctor and said, I'm done with the chemo. I'm just going to live my life, and I'm going to fulfill one of my bucket list items. Mm-hmm. I want to ride a motorcycle 
from Newport to Boston. Highway 22 stays the same number that entire way. But he needed some money to do it. Mm-hmm. So we pulled an auction together. He needed, this is really interesting, he needed $3,700. That was what he had budgeted. We raised 7300 wow. I said, I'm sorry, we transposed the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. Whoopsies. A little dyslexia There's a lot going on in there. Need. But because we, get, we raised more than he needed, he was able to ride his motorcycle all the way from Newport, Oregon to Boston. Then he went up to Niagara Falls. Then he went down through the Florida Keys. Then he went across the southern part of the United States through Texas. He did this big, huge loop of the United States because he had 4000 more than he thought he was going to get. Yeah. His celebration of life is coming up. Did he pass? If it hasn't happened today, it will be within the next few days. Okay. So really soon there will be a celebration of life for him at Honky Tonks. Okay. Um, but the great thing is, is he got to do what he wanted to do. Yeah. Right? He mm-hmm. just, that bucket list item got fulfilled. Not only that, but he got to do so much more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As well. It sounds like he yeah. doubled his trip and even detoured even more and saw some beautiful things. Well, and you and I have talked about this, that at some point you have to determine... Is the treatment giving me quantity of life or quality of yeah. life? And he wanted quality of life. And and he's like, this is just making me feel like crap. I don't want to keep taking the chemo. So I want to ride my motorcycle. Yeah. So he stopped the chemo and he rode his motorcycle. He saw the United States. He had a great time. And he he's going to pass on his terms. Yeah. Good for him. So that's, well, my, that's my update for him. Glad you. he got to check off his bucket list items yeah. before. Yeah. Well, the reason I really, there's a couple reasons I wanted to bring Lisa in with us. Okay. Um, the listeners that go to our website, kicking-cancer.org, and, and go to resources and click books, they'll see this book that, that they can't see, but I'm showing you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's called The Anti-Cancer Living Book, and it is written by Dr. Lorenzo Cohen. Mm-hmm. He is the Director of Integrative Medicine at the MD Anderson in Texas. So his job is literally to teach people how to not get cancer. Right. Right. At the t- and, and there's one section of this book that I was reading, and it just caught my ear because of some things that Lisa had said. Okay. Have you heard of blue zones? I have not. So let me tell you what a blue zone is. Um, the blue zones are regions of the world that have the highest percentage of... Centenarians. Thank you. I said it wrong the other day, too. <laughs> Centenarians, which are people who live 100 years or more. Oh, <clears throat> okay. So there are five regions in the world that they have identified as places where people are living more than 100 years. Interesting. <clears throat> um, like, like not just one or two, but like whole groups of people. Yeah. A whole town, a whole region. Like yeah. something's in the water that's good. <laughs> well, it's more than just the water. <laughs> that's, and that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. The, the, the point of our discussion is it's more than just the water, but that is a part of the it. water. <laughs> so here are the five regions of the world. There is... Uh, Sardinia, Italy. Now, do you remember when Karen called us from Italy? Yeah. Do you remember where she lived? She lived, oh. on, she lived on the island of Sardinia. Yes, she did. And their health care was phenomenal. And, and that's one of the five regions. Okay. And Costa Rica. Who called us from Costa Rica? Oh, um, Nolan? Nolan. Yes. So Costa Rica is one of those five regions. Um, there's also Okinawa, Japan, which if you live in Okinawa and you want to call in, just let us know. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ikeria, Greece. Okay. But the fifth one is in the United States. Really? Loma Linda, California. California of all places, huh? Loma Linda, California, which is basically a desert. <laughs> <laughs> so 
this is going to play into why Lisa's with us. But if Weird. people are looking at the state of California, Lisa, where's Loma Linda located? It's, uh, I don't know, an hour maybe east of Los Angeles. So okay. about the same latitude. Um, there is an, so it's not just actually the, it's not Loma Linda that's the blue zone. It's the Seventh-day Adventists of Loma Linda. It's a denomination. And it's, there's a, an Adventist university there. They, it's a medical school as well as other things. And, I mean, they, they have a lot of old people that retire there because it's got a relatively nice climate. It gets hot during the summer, but the winters are mild, right? Um, so, yeah, that, there are a number of centenarians. And they're, and they're not just living to 100, but they're thriving. They're still active. Yeah. There was, nope. a, there was a doctor that, I forget his name, but he, um, he was still doing heart surgery, or at least assisting with heart surgery, into his 90s. Oh, my goodness. He finally retired in his <laughs> 90s. And now he's over 100. And That's it, and crazy. If people can visualize the state of California, and if you heard what she just said, Here's Los Angeles, and you head east. So if you head east, you're headed towards Arizona. Right. Like Palm Springs is east of... So you're headed into a dry, deserty area. Mm -hmm. But what I find interesting, and and Lisa just said it, the book says um, the five differences. In Loma Linda, California, the community, which is centered around the Seventh-day Adventist church... So the book actually says the reason mm -hmm. is the Seventh-day Adventist church. Now, I'm not Seventh-day Adventist... But, but I am. <laughs> okay. I am, yes. What is it about the about your faith? And again, we're not trying to get religious on anybody, but you know, we're not trying to convince you to be Seventh-day Adventist. Mm -hmm. But what is it about the Seventh-day Adventist faith that you think contributes to this? So it's part of it is right in our name, Seventh Day. The Bible says the seventh day is the Sabbath. And so we take that seriously. And the word Sabbath means rest. So rest is a huge part of who we are and what we do. We take one day off where we don't work for 24 hours for secular purposes, for financial gain. We'll serve others. We'll go to church. We'll fellowship. But this is a time where, you know, if you're really tired, you take a nap. If, you're, if you've been an, uh, uh, had a desk job all week, maybe you go for a hike. But you spend time in community and and rest from what you normally do because it symbolizes our rest from our own works because Christ did that for us. That's kind of the concept. But I think why this, this contributes because we're so stressed and having this opportunity to take a break every week can, contributes to our health and to de-stress and gives us a chance to relax. Whereas some people, they work every day and they just never get a break. And yeah. that's actually... So there's six six points of his anti-cancer living. One of them is to get more rest, mm -hmm. and one of them is to reduce your stress. Yeah. Two of them that she just mentioned. Right. Well, the other thing that I do know about the Seventh-day Adventist is you have a, not strict, but you have a pretty strict um, food code, right? Yeah, so we, that's one of the things that we focus on is eating healthy. Um, most Adventists in the United States are vegetarian, um, not all of them. Um, many of them are vegan, but not ideological vegan like this to use, I, I still use leather and things like this, but we, uh, we, we recognize that 
taking care of our bodies is part of our responsibility as Christians because if we don't have a sound body, how can we have a sound mind? If we don't have a sound mind, how can we connect with God as well? You know, how can we be responsive to his impressions uh, to do, you know, to help us and help others? So, um, yeah, that, that's a, diet is a, is a big thing in our church and um, being healthy. Yeah. So what the book says is, here, here's the book's reasoning for these five zones, okay? So for the Loma Linda, it's they favors a vegan diet, what she just said. Mm-hmm. In Sardinia, Italy, the standard diet is high in oils and fats, but the healthy oils and fats, like nuts and olives. Okay. Remember when Karen called in, we talked about that, too. Yeah. Um, in Costa Rica... We did. They favor a diet that includes meats, but is high in vegetables, especially those that flourish in the tuberous kind, so the ones that are in the ground, like, mm-hmm. you know, beets, for example. Mm-hmm. In Japan, they emphasize fresh fish and vegetables and starches like rice, but low in fat. Mm-hmm. And then in Greece, the diet is the closest to the classic Mediterranean diet, which people who are looking for, you know, paleo, keto, Mediterranean diet is one of those diets. But the one thing that all five of them have in common... Vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. Real food. Mm-hmm. Real food. Real mm-hmm. food. Yep. Um, the other thing that the book mentions is, um, it says they have in common is the emphasis on local, fresh, whole foods at a near whole wholesale absence of processed foods. Yeah. So those five regions specifically are doing virtually no processed, processed foods. foods. And Loma Linda, California... There's, you know, here's the United States where processed food is one of our big enemies. Yeah. <laughs> but they're choosing to, to not have it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was something else that you and I talked about, Lisa, that is a common component that they all have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'll read these off and then throw your thoughts in here. Sure. One is they all have exercise as a natural part of their life. Yeah. So describe that for a second. So I... We didn't mention earlier, but Netflix has a documentary about a uh, series about Blue Zones. It's less than four hours long. It's like four sections. You can, they're short. And if I remember correctly, when I watched that in Sardinia, they live on the side of a mountain. And so 90% of their roads are either up or down. So you're, they're constantly walking everywhere and they're going up and down hills. So you just walk up a hill. And it, you, it's a workout. It's a burn. <laughs> you don't have to run. You don't have to be care. I mean, and if they're carrying something, even more, right? Um, and in um, in Japan, they're always out and going out to their garden. Um, you know, in Greece, likewise, they're out being physically active. In Costa Rica, they're just moving naturally. They're chopping their own wood to for the fire to cook their food. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're active naturally. They're not necessarily out there work at a gym working out. They're doing things to be physically active. Yeah. So I pulled a picture up. The listeners can't see this, but they can look at themselves. This is what Sardinia looks like. Okay. So yeah, it, so it's a hill. <laughs> so not only is it an island, it's a big old hill. Yeah. yeah. And if your house is anywhere on that hill, you're just walking to get anywhere. Yeah. So that's a very interesting point. Um, the other one, and we've got about another minute, so we'll have to pick the other ones after the break. But the second one I thought was intriguing, Lisa, is all of these regions are very purpose-driven Mm-hmm. And they have a belief in a higher power, whatever that higher power is. Yeah. So in like the next minute and a half, let's touch on them. We'll pick it up. What, what are your thoughts here on the purpose part, Lisa? They all had something that was important, whether it was finding out 
what they did, what their purpose in life was to serve others, or their faith in God, um, and, and that includes service to others because if we believe in God, we're going to serve other people. Um, they also, even the the component of rest, you know, that what I said earlier, we're resting from our own works, meaning we're trusting that God's got us. So it's something bigger than us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it kind of goes back to just having hope. Yeah. And also, and those positive vibes, um, <clears throat> how they say with you've got negativity, you know, negative things are going to come upon you. But if you've got something you're looking up to, a faith, a belief, anything, mm-hmm. um, you have hope and you strive and you do better because of it. Yep. And what's interesting about these regions is they're all going to have a different higher power they believe in. Not mm-hmm. all of them believe in the God that we think about because you've got Japan, you've got Greece, you've got Italy, mm-hmm. you've got Costa Rica. <clears throat> but I think anyone in the world has some belief in a higher power that's guiding our lives. Right. Absolutely. So. All right, well, let's pick up at the next segment. I give a huge shout-out to Oddmo's Pizza. You guys all know what I There's our higher power right there. (laughs) (laughs) They do have good pizza. Mike, you got me. You got me. So that's what I'm having for lunch today. I highly encourage you guys, if you don't want to leave your house, just give them a call, and they will actually deliver it straight to you. And I'm going to get the dessert. I have to pronounce it right. Tusimu? Tiramisu. Tiramisu. You're getting closer. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, though. (laughs) All right, you guys, we'll be right back after this break.